0: Yo 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 yo! What's going down?
1: It's your girl Dale Harrison. Finally, we got Lunel on this episode. You guys are gonna enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Without further ado,
0: let's start the show. Hey hey hey! This hey, is Sean. and I'm Dale, and you're watching Up Late with Sean and Dale. Come on now.
1: Yo, 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 yo,
0: yo, 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 yeah. so? <laughs> Let me turn up everything right now because.
1: You might want let me do the exact same thing, Sha. Okay, <laughs> because first of all, um, thank you so much, guys, for joining us on Up Late with Sha and Dale. Yeah. I'm whispering tonight because if y'all was with me last night, the hyper I get, the hyper the dogs get. First of all, you I want
0: you trying to be sexy. You're whispering. <laughs>
1: Mm. I, no no, sexy here, guys. I, I, especially because uh, I was trying to put on my makeup, okay? And um, I realized I had all my makeup in the car. Then I was like, you just gonna have to go with yourself. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> just go and, and I was yourself really is trying beautiful. not to go with myself, guys. I was really trying not to do it. My mama had a little, <laughs> thank you so much, child. my mama had a, like a little like mascara or whatever. I was like, at least I can put my rings on, put a little. You know what I'm saying? Um,
0: well, at least we got these. You know, listen, these are my, my O to you. O to Linel, too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. We without fingernails. Hey, Knowledge Boy, Allah, we see you in the building. Um, we got an exciting show for y'all tonight. Linel is in the building, guys. We've been just, first of all, she has honored us by coming on to our yeah. IG Live a couple of times, you know, as she promised she would. And then we finally got her on the calendar. So I'm just like so pumped. And um, so excited to talk to her, to her about everything <laughs> that she got going <laughs> on. I know. And I was just looking at her um, Hey Lunel show that she has every Wednesday live on YouTube, where she tells funny stories, which reminds me to ask you about your Jersey funny story. Um, yeah. Of the day.
0: Well, you know, it's so funny because I said it was a two-part funny story, but I'll go into the nail thing. So you had introduced me to this nail thing because I was telling you how I hate walking around with prostitution nails when your nail paint fall off. You say try these press-ons. So I wanted to be known that I will be going back to the nail salon to get my nails done because I don't understand how anyone functions, (laughs) With these, because I'm saying to you that literally, I it took me 20 minutes to see, send a text message out that was just saying, I'm on my way. Because every time my finger would hit it, I'm like, why they don't have these coming to stylus? Like, why is the tip not like a stylus point?
1: So then you could just do more. Like I think what it is, is you got to get used to a few injured finger nail beds, okay? Um, you got to hit it on the mattress when you try to pull down the fitted sheet. You got to send out a few false messages, okay? And then your fingers be like, oh, okay, I guess she's going to be wearing these. I'll act right now. Oh, she, she trying to see it's a customization thing.
0: You know, mm-hmm. I look at these are like the stilettos of nails. And I've retired stilettos. So I'm going to go back to my kitten heels of
1: nails. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. I'll, I'll never be back. The only time I'm coming back is when I book a commercial. And the thing is, too, is every time I put these nails on, I get a commercial audition oh I wish I could like guys, this is middle America where's my this is middle America, guys, okay when this mm-hmm. because I am male, but you know you gotta be like that, like they really want the like black middle of America woman you know what yeah you know the the white husband, you know what I'm saying, they want her, <laughs> and I'd be like, you know I'd be trying to tell them, like look advertisers like. When black people hear my voice, they know I'm one of us. Like they, they <laughs> this is the voice that is gonna make them buy the product because they gonna be right. like, oh, they got a black black person. Like you know, <laughs> when you see the you see the black woman with the short fro and the white husband. You be like, mm, I don't know, she probably had all white friends, but then you be her <laughs> and then she that. be so cool. Like she be like, the her these white people get on my nerve. You know what I'm saying? But like she be playing like the white game real good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like. Girl, when they hear me, they... Those are historians. <laughs> <this> historian <laughs> black people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when all they that. hear my voice, they know I had all black friends growing up. You know what I'm saying? They know I have all white friends now and all black friends growing up.
0: Especially, <laughs> especially when you hit them with that baby.
1: I can't even do it right. When I hit them with the baby, baby, please, baby, from way from New Orleans, stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> No mistake. When I hit up with the girl, when I be going down today, hey, Wally, now we see you in the building. Or when I be going to New Orleans, girl, visiting my family, girl, my, a friend going down there with me, they be like, are y'all speaking English? Because I could barely, you know, we be sounding Jamaican like, it's somebody out here. Yeah, what? not? Nah, please. It's out here in my head. Girl, please. I, I got They better stop playing. They better stop playing. <laughs>
0: Not English well, listen. I mean, that every area has their own little dialect, but y'all definitely tweet that in Jamaican patois. I'd be like, yeah. I'm signing out, just but that's why we back.
1: speak patois so well because you know it's the same. You know, when you when I'm in New York, you know, the the Jamaicans are like, May I go for this story? Yeah, because the, me telling you one thing about it is uh, you know, we have the same dialect, that's why I, I can speak it so well mm-hmm. and I can understand it so well because. Them, I talk the same. Like my, my father said tree, me say tree too. Them say, them say one, two, you know what I'm saying? So,
0: um, mine's go as far as a booger, booger, and, that, and the end. that's it. That's no, it. yours
1: is from DC. <laughs> so, you be like, everybody down here, everybody, all, everybody back, yeah, to y'all because you from DC, they like they extend their mouth, yeah. they yes. work everybody back, get first. They mother was down
0: there, they father was there, <laughs> well, my brother it, was dead. You got a mother. Don't say nothing of a mother.
1: <laughs> the because we see you in the building, and we cannot wait to get the show started. So look, so here's my L.A. funny. Please Okay, I had a dream last night, girl. Because me and Sean talk about me having a husband every single time we get off this line. If I ain't got some story... I got some analytical, you know. I'm the single one, so I always got to get the like advice. But then every time somebody try to holler at me, I don't want them. So <laughs> the thing is, I I don't know, guys. I want a husband, but so anyway. So last night I had a dream, girl. This foreign man, girl, was treating me nice, and I was like, finally, Sha, I'll just give him a chance. You know what I'm saying? And then he we he took me back to his house. Now this is in the dream. He took me back to his house. And then in the next room, it was like all these like strippers and all this going on. So I was like, obviously, they want me to leave so he can party. You know what I'm saying? So he came out and he was like, you see, my friends are there. But, you know, whatever you need. It was like, whatever you need. So then, you know, uh, he took, picked me up on another date. And he wound up being this like billionaire. But it was like this like Middle Eastern, like kind of like stocky man. And, girl, I just remember waking up, like not waking up, but like in a dream, like, You know, he asked me to marry him and I just was so sad and him being a foreign millionaire. And I was like, Lord, am I going to (laughs) be single forever? I'm going to be single forever. I will just opt out of a foreign millionaire to wait on a black okay man. (laughs) And that's when we
0: need to call a young man. (laughs) okay. Cause if you uh, listen, okay, this, okay, but to each his own. I keep My telling millionaires out there, guys, and yes.
1: that's all. It's about. <laughs> he just ain't been born yet. No, I'm kidding. He's he's out there. He's out there. He's out there. We got our funny stories, and our guest has her funny stories, and we're gonna bring her in right after this because here is our what the funny. Of the day, guys. Let me just tell you, I always heard about Detroit, but I never knew Detroit was lit like this. Check out our <laughs> What the Funny are of Labor
2: Church accountability, taking congregations to task for not serving the community in their estimation as those churches should. They say something doesn't add up when a pastor makes a lot of money, drives a luxury car, and yet the people who live near his church are in poverty a scuffle inside the sanctuary after new era detroit protests during a worship service let go man let's go let's go, let's go. Zeke, the leader of the group, offered no apologies for the dust-up at Great Faith Ministry Saturday, only the reasoning behind it. The situation is bigger than just Wayne T. Jackson. This is about black churches and black pastors who live a lavish life on behalf of the people and they're not giving back to their community. He's referring to Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, the wealthy pastor that welcomed Donald Trump, drives a Rolls Royce and lives in a mansion. Zeke was there for the offering Saturday. When they started the offering at a thousand dollars and then they said if you don't got a thousand dollars then do three (laughs) hundred if you don't got a thousand dollars do three hundred let me go let's go let's go Zeke, the leader of the group, offered no apologies for the dust-up at Great Faith Ministry Saturday, only the reasoning behind it. The situation is bigger than just Wayne T. Jackson. This is about black churches and black pastors who live a lavish life on behalf of the people and they're not giving back to their community. He's referring to Bishop Wayne T. Jackson, the wealthy pastor that welcomed Donald Trump, drives a Rolls Royce and lives in a mansion. Zeke was there for the offering Saturday. When they started the offering at $1,000. And then they said, if you don't got $1,000, then do $300.
1: <laughs> if you don't got a $1,000, do $300. Let's see what our guest of honor has to say about these high offerings, guys. Introducing one of the stars of Coming to America Eddie Murphy. One of the stars of Dolomite, she's in the building. We are so honored to have her, Lunell. Lunell. Hey, Lunell.
3: Good evening, ladies. Good evening. How
1: are
3: you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm really, really, really happy, really good.
1: I'm so Mm -hmm. happy to see it. First of all, did you see our What the Funny? Did you overhear that a fight broke out in the church because they was asking the congregation to... Start at the thousand dollars and if you can't do a thousand, do three hundred and hit into the ATM in Detroit.
3: Yes, I had seen that before today. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Is your church asking for them kind of ties and and offerings?
3: Is my church asking for those kind of ties (laughs) and offerings? Yes. Um, maybe I. you know, I don't go enough to know what they regularly. (laughs) You don't know what the going rate for the times are. Maybe at some point they might ask for that. You know, uh, it's always about the building fund, ain't it? Yeah, (laughs) that
0: building ain't never getting funded. No kind of way. So that's for sure.
1: Yeah. So um, I was checking out your Hey, Lunel, you know, the show that you started, uh, I think your first episode was March 20th of 2020, and then I was checking out the last one that you did, you know, uh, which is, is really a peek inside of your life um, from your position on the pandemic to now opening up, you know, a big old gift from Snoop. You know, what's <laughs> your what's your most memorable uh, unboxing that you've done on your Hey, Lunell? Um,
3: <clears throat> Well, that was it as far as what I've done on on the on my YouTube show. That was absolutely it, because it was a double unboxing, if you will remember. It was an unboxing of presents I had got from Snoop. Uh, Actually, his son sent him to me. and, (laughs) and, uh, And it was also the unboxing of the crown and the pillow that I got from Amazon for coming to America with the rose petals and stuff.
1: Yes. Um, you tell so many funny stories on your show. You were telling one while you were, um, you know, unraveling the gifts. And we have our, like, funny stories of the day that we always tell. Shah has her jersey funny. I have my L.A. funny. Do you have a, a funny story that happened to you just today?
3: Uh, well, not one that I can tell on the air, but... <laughs> <laughs> end up with some kind of funny, crazy story. Um, you know, weekly, daily. <laughs> so yeah, I, I have plenty, plenty, plenty of stories uh, like that, and I have to. I would have to deep, deep I would have to dig deep in my crevices to find one that I care to share. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you have been in so many movies and films, and as we know, uh, I'm sorry. Wait a minute, can Eddie to call you back? Go ahead.
1: I'll call you back, Eddie. Right.
0: You would have been like, "All right, my ladies."
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, girl, uh-huh. hold on, girl. Yeah, yeah.
0: But so you have been, as, as we mentioned early, that you are and coming to America too, but. Our question about just going to being an actress, how do you approach auditions and what do you do once you leave from it? Like, what do you, how do you, once you've done it and you've already done your audition, what do you tell yourself leaving out from an audition?
3: Oh, well, uh, nine times out of 10 after an audition, I want to kill myself. (laughs) I want to run myself over with a car. Uh, I hate auditions. I don't do good on the Spot most mm. of the time, mm-hmm. and I freeze up, and I'm not a great memorizer. But if you give me the job, I'll do the hell out of the job. But it's the audition <laughs> process that I have problems with, you know? You but just so, made so, it. Harris, there's a, there's a big story about when Topper Carew was gonna take Robin Harris from down here in my neighborhood, because his club the, at the Comedy Act Theater he hosts every Thursday is like literally seven minutes from my house right now where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And uh, Topper had um, meetings set up for Robin Harris in Hollywood. And you know, in the big tall high rise on Vine and all that with the glass windows and everything. He said, Robin got up there and then he went into the restroom and he threw up. Just because this nerd, you know, everybody's not built the same way. That's why I hesitate to give advice. Because what worked for me don't work for everybody. Yeah, what worked for one don't work for the other one. And I get a lot of work just on my personality, you know. And people want to have me around, you know. And they know that I'm a bring the funny, and I know how to, you know, take direction and stuff like that. So. And they just give me the job, and you know, then I'll do the job. But don't make don't make me don't make me work for it. Just give it to me. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Oh my god. Now that's insane that you would say that because look, we was talking last week about this acting video that we seen, and that's why we wanted to ask you this question. Cause the girl was like, release your attachment to the results, you know. So I was like, first I was thinking that gave me so much comfort, like, you know, just not worrying about the results, but then Faith is worrying about the results because, you you know, what's the whole purpose of faith? So that's why we wanted to get your
3: take on it. But my girlfriend, who is an acting coach, she said, whether you get the role or you don't, it's just important to get in the room. Mm-hmm. You get in the room, then these directors have now seen you. They felt yeah. your aura, you know, the writers or whatever like that. And maybe you didn't get the part for this. But maybe they'll think about you for something else that you're perfect for. So the point is, just get in the room, and even if you suck, you better be charming, and you better just make them feel so bad that you suck, not like you You know, you don't want that,
0: right? Yeah. He, was, he was sucking fabulously, though. That's for sure. <laughs> oh,
3: that's what
1: they me. Yeah. She sucked, but she was so charming. You know,
3: yes. be charming when you're sucking. <laughs>
1: So
0: we we saw that in addition to your acting credits, you also are an ambassador for Savage Fenty, and uh, yeah. so classy. I love it, Ooh. and looks so good. And you're giving them full body. How did that partnership end up happening?
3: Ain't that ain't that the question? Well, <laughs> uh, I've told the story, but it I never gets old. Um, my uh, Rihanna's at the time months ago, Rihanna's tour bus driver had been my tour bus driver when we were on the road with Cat Williams. Cat had his bus, me, Melanie, and Red had our bus. And this guy, Damien, drove our bus. And Damien and I remained friends for all these years. So he just FaceTimed me one night. And I'm looking all busted laying in the bed, you know. And he said, hey, I'm like, what's up? He said, we just watching you here on the tour bus. And he turned the phone around to show the the TV, and it was me from some special I did in Canada, I think. And uh, I said, "Well, who's we?" And he said, "Me and my client." I said, "Well, who's your client?" And then, boom! Rihanna's face popped on the FaceTime. I damn near, I think I sprung my thumb trying to make a screenshot so damn quick. And she. You know, let me know that she was a fan of mine and a fan of comedy. And I was very flattered about that. And I told her that my daughter was a big fan of her makeup. This was before Fenty's skin. This mm-hmm. was Fenty's skin only been out about maybe, I don't know, October, November. November. It maybe a couple months, you know, like maybe six months. Right. So um, so um, I told her that my daughter was a big fan of her makeup, and then I said, and I see that little scan skimpy lingerie you got, girl. I said, I wish you had some for bigger girls, for curvier girls. And she said, well, I do. And I said, "Um, uh, well, I want to be a model. I want to be a lingerie model. She said, let's make it happen. Wow. I was like, oh, that's great. Ha ha, Kiki. And we got off the phone. I'm like, didn't think no more of it. Because I'm like, yeah, girl, you're going to be a lingerie ambassador for Rihanna. Then about two days later, she hit me in the DM. I had to make sure it was her. I went wow. her and said, okay, and she said, "What's your email?" And so I sent her my email. Boom, contracts started coming. You gotta wow. post. You gotta oh. get this money. Da 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 da. And um, so then I'm like, I don't wrote a, a a check. My big ass can't cash. What am I gonna do? This is skimpy. And what am I gonna do? So um, we just started out taking pictures in the living room, and then we got more creative and. I have a studio in the valley and we took some in the studio and then I asked one rich friend with a pool, can I come shoot at your house? And then I rented, you know, every month they just got better and better and better. Wow. And I do have just one rule. I don't shoot from the front. I'll give you tits and ass. America loves tits and ass, because, uh I don't, you know, I got a little belly. Don't nobody, I'm not trying to hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And I don't shoot no crotch because, you know, my daughter's friends I already be up in them DMs. I don't need them boys. Friends. So I said, I'm going to give you this ass and get these titties, and then that's all you get. And you look so good. I'm talking Thank about,
1: you. like, I, whenever I look at your picture, and now, mind you, I like men, but, like, I always be like, that looks really good. Like, you know, There's your no, legs are so not, smooth. You didn't
3: even and, have to preface that with the I like men. See, this is one of our problems in America. You don't have to make an excuse for giving a bad bitch credit.
0: Hello? Amen. No, and, but the thing is,
1: you know, because of today's, you know, because it could, it could go either way. You know, today, I just try to put it out there also, too, Linell, I've been on the other side before, so that's where my, uh, you know, preface always coming from. You know what I'm saying? That I gotta, like, hey guys, I'm now that life is gone, but let me just get back to say how good she looks. You but, know what I'm saying?
3: But but see no you know I mean even if so what if he was gay you know what I'm saying it the compliment is the compliment yeah and yeah. facts the facts and yeah. I know that for a bitch my age and my size I know I look damn good yeah you know, and and that's just the fact I I didn't even know I could look that good. But, but it's know, like you've been, you been hiding
0: it because I was like,
3: is that a body double? Because I was yadi yadi yada. Where
0: from? I literally was like, what? it's all about
3: angles,
0: angles, no, angles. Honey, you can <laughs> hide, hide that
3: right here, hide that roll right there. So, right.
1: Like, <laughs> no, but you know what? I, I this is the part that I always look at too because you know I think about my own like you know. uh, uh veins coming out in my leg and i don't see any of that on you so that's why i'd be like what like it's it's you know what i'm saying like it's like you know i'm
3: i'm, I'm
1: looking at this the, the, only last, page.
3: the last picture on that montage you just showed when i had my leg over the couch yeah. i did that on purpose to show because i had just had a knee replacement surgery yeah. i did that on purpose to show the scar on my knee as if anybody's zooming in on my knee. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> that ain't what they're zooming <laughs> At on, all. Right? But, you know, I don't even know if anybody ever even knew I had a scar on that knee. It was like, now, now I'm
0: going to go back and look.
3: Yeah. So um, I did that on purpose because, you know, flaws and all, this, uh, and this is why I give Rihanna really huge credit because she may purposely has flawed models yes because this is the r- reality of the world yeah like the big big fashion shows on amazon we had a model with one arm we had yeah. a model with a big you know big yeah. thing on her face and overweight models so they say and anorexic looking models and so yeah. she had boys girls um and um i think that's really empowering because you know i was basically a old Wife beater with no panties, type of cheek. You know, I, my men, yeah. they don't give a damn about none of that lingerie. They want that wop. They don't care what it's wrapped in. <laughs> 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 so I just really never got into lingerie because my husband my men, they, they don't care. They don't yeah. care. I just yeah. posted on my Instagram yesterday about nightgowns, like the nightgowns that your granny used to wear. Yeah. And they said these were the nightgowns that got you. Give, yes, well, all the, the grandkids, all the grand Grandpa kids, grand. was paying the bills and coming <laughs> home businesses under that gown right there. So uh-huh, uh-huh. The let you can put it on. The fact that you are a certain age, the fact that other women who've given up and said, "I'm trying to be sexy anymore," might say, "Hey, shit, you know what? If she could wear the goddamn, I'll give me some damn scratchless yes. uh, panties too." <laughs> yes, you know. And I think <laughs> I've gotten a lot of good feedback. Because of that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because if I didn't, I, I mean, I wouldn't do it, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm trying to get drugged every week. I don't care how big the bag is, you know? No. Yeah.
1: Um, let's do a fan check-in real fast, now because the fans is going off. They we say, some- yeah, when it's good, we ain't tripping if it match, you know? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and they don't care. The men, the, men, I got my, uh, the men don't care. They
1: don't care. Um. Uh, Miss L. Boogie said, sorry, Lunell, we didn't notice the scar, you know? Okay. <laughs> Ronald J. Rupper said, yep, true. yep, that granny gown, you know?
3: Because, <laughs> you know, it's the curiosity when people like, what's up under that exactly. granny? Exactly. Yes, yes. What's yes,
1: up you know, under that <laughs> I had a guy to tell me put on more. Like, he wants the illusion, oh, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Right, like, so... You know
3: the they, thing they, about they, the flannel granny gown is let's face it, it's cold yes. in these streets in the morning. <laughs> okay, lingerie yes. is not for five a.m. Yes, oh, so there's only two things to do at five a, five a.m. Roll over and get some and get warmed up, or put on the gown. Yeah. The gown is the gown that you don't care if you cook in. It smells like bacon. I wipe my hand. Because you, you can wear that gown, you can cook, you can get back in the bed, you know, sex again, wipe up with that gown. That gown is multi-purpose. That get crappy gown is
1: multi-purpose. Okay. It's multi-purpose. Uh, uh, Christine Hairwork said, y'all looking good like a bag of money. Thank you yes. so much, Christine. Yes. Ronald keep grinding, Lunell, you doing the damn thing and blessing us with your beauty and talent. Yes, indeed. Um, course, Elle, but baby. you said looking good, Linnell. Wear that crown, queen. Um, and then you know what? One of these other, one of these other um, comments I want to read to you too, because Christine, once you had answered it about the audition, Christine said, "You just set me free." Hearing that, I tried so hard, and this just made me feel normal. Interviews are the worst. Holla at me with, I think you set me free too, because we feel like. They must be doing it right. They must be good. Like
3: no, and then you walk out and you want to kill yourself. And I should have said it like this. Yeah. You know, I'm oh I'm over it. I-, I get it or I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I don't get yeah. this, and maybe I- it's because I messed up, or maybe it's because God got something for me over here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. when I auditioned for dolomite, when I auditioned for dolomite, I ended up auditioning seven times. But wow. I for the part of Lady Reed, Queen B, I auditioned for the part that Divine Joy Randolph got. Mm, wow! But because I had auditioned seven times, got called back. I made a rapport with the director Craig Brewer, so mm. he did not just say you didn't get that part. He's like, you didn't get that, but I'm gonna put you over here. Mm. And I knew that the oh next god. movie he was gonna do was gonna be come coming to America. He said, I'm gonna work with you again. Come on, let me put you over here. Mm. Oh my god! But it ain't not the part that you go for. It's about the impression that you make. Yeah, Fact. 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 oh my God! Nice. Miss L Boogie
1: wants to know what was it like working with Eddie Murphy.
3: Well, you definitely want to have sex with him and all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're like, okay, this is some this is what money smells like. Mm, mm. This, this, this was Eddie been rich for like forty five years. You feel me?
0: Yeah, it's a long,
3: long time. Yeah, house ain't had no lights cut off. Ain't had no repossession. None of that. Got ten <laughs> kids and supported them. Yes,
0: one of them. Got one in the
1: movie.
3: Yes. We got a baby. Shit. Yes. So you know, um, it was also a dream come true yes. because who in your ever mind thinks you're going to work with Eddie Murphy? Like you don't think that you're like, oh, I'm enjoying him. I'm enjoying watching him. Oh, he's so funny. But you just don't think you're gonna work with him. And I had worked with Charlie. On Black Jesus, I had done a movie called A Hustle with Charlie. I had been to New York with Charlie. I've been at, when the the guys, black and brown comedy get down was on the, I went to them shows. Me and Charlie was cool. And I knew Eddie way before these movies in the club and this and that, stuff like that. Way back when Norbert came out. So Mm -hmm. when I met him, it wasn't like, oh my God, oh my god, because I already had a little bit of a rapport, but it's still like, oh my God, oh my God, now we really making a movie together. Yeah. So okay. it was like anything that you could dream of working with any star that you adore. Yes. With Jamie or with or with uh Nick or with um you know anybody that you adore. It's just a dream come true.
0: Yeah. And I can imagine um, on set it had to been a riot every day being there stupid, for couple of
3: years. stupid. <laughs> headache, <laughs> headache, like headache from laughing. I got a today, to Tracy, like- Morgan. Tracy Morgan, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Every day, Tracy Morgan. It's Tracy. Tracy set the tone for the whole thing off camera. Lunatic. It's like working with radio Rising <laughs> from Do the Right Thing. You have the ghetto blaster. You playing mm-hmm. music. You got the crew dancing. Everybody was loose goose. It was big love fest. Right. I don't care what nobody say about the movie. These are experiences that I have the rest of my life. And oh my, God, my daughter yeah. is also in the film, too.
1: Okay. Now, that's another question. Okay. So we're going to do more fan check-ins later, y'all. Um, hey, friends. That's, that's no. another question that um, Shaw thought of. Shaw, you want to go ahead and ask her? That's fine. I,
0: well, I was, but th- I was looking at your daughter's page and seeing all these amazing moves and stuff, and I said, you know, Lanella is sexy in her own way, right, but what is, you know, they always say, you know, you get this from your mama, but what do you get from your daughter?
3: Technology. <laughs> 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 show me how to hook up the Apple TV <laughs> you know, how do I make this go from my iPad <laughs> to the TV <laughs> <laughs> technology that's what I get from my <laughs> yeah, I think um... it keeps me real well, relevant with the slang and all that you know what I mean okay, okay. But, but, okay. Facts, facts
1: in <laughs> honor of black uh, not black but women's history month but of course we coming off of black history month we have a little game called Name That Famous Black Mama. You know, we're
3: gonna give Oh, bring you... it, bring it, bring it. <laughs> okay. right. Name it, that famous that black mama. point. Bring it. Do I have to bring <laughs> gonna... this character name or the real name? Either one, we're yeah. gonna <laughs> give you a line and you just go for it. Okay. Oh, you're gonna give um, me a line. Yes, yes. We're gonna give a line. Which black okay. mama said it? Yes. 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 <laughs> Oh my god, okay.
1: But we we are confident that you can do it. Okay, so the first one is damn, damn, damn. James.
3: The great Esther Rowe portraying Florida Evans on good time. Anytime
1: you need it, baby. Good time. <laughs>
3: Anytime.
0: Okay, Sean.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, this one's probably gonna be a little difficult.
3: George, George. (laughs) That is George Jefferson's mother, Mother Jefferson from the Jeffersons, right?
1: Okay, we'll go with that. (laughs) I was actually thinking Wheezy, but...
3: Oh, but his mother used to say, George, it's time for my my (laughs) Montice. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay.
1: Listen, next time we'll call you and ask you how, what characters we can put, use to test on you. Because we was we was like, no, no like, I would like, never
3: let you do that. That's <laughs> all the fun and sp- I don't, I don't, I don't pre-read <laughs> questions. I don't take, no, off. no,
1: no, that's a joke. We would never oh, do that. Oh, we, no, you know? I, don't,
3: I don't do that. I, I'd rather be spontaneous, you know?
1: Yes. Yes, us too, and that's why we, you know, we we try not to send out questions in the, you know, beforehand, so we can, we can keep it fresh. Okay, here's the next one. I am living for the Lord. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all He has done for me, my soul cries out, "Hallelujah! Thank you, God, for saving me."
3: And Tyler, <laughs> ben <laughs> ben ben. Ben. The Lord, and Lord gave me up, me. and he started getting Oprah saying it. Not everybody said. I always answer my phone. Heller, exactly. But
1: Hellere. you know what? Being from New Orleans, that is how every grandma in New Orleans answer. Because my grandma used to be like Heller, or she. I, like,
3: I, I was listening to you do your New Orleans uh, <laughs> slang before the, in the pre-show. Yes. I, man, you got that down good, and I be I be talking uh Big Frida baby, yes. really, really, you know and all that. All hey, that. Hey, you already
1: know. Come on, I now.
3: love I love, love, love that. Yes. thank Draws. you so much. Nobody okay. said better
0: than
1: them. Uh, I Sha, know. Sha has the next one. Let okay. me pull
0: out. Let me pull out my script for this one. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't get it together and drop these macho attitudes, you are never gonna have anybody bring you anything anywhere any place anytime ever. Now, how you would you like
3: that? Cosby, the Cosby show.
1: I was like, yes.
0: Oh, Come,
3: on. Come on, honey. I remember that finger. Yes. I remember the finger. <laughs> uh-huh. I think that was the start of like the first televised neck robe. <laughs> that might be the first neck roll ever televised.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Here's this. We got here's the second to last one. Okay. Hmm. Hmm.
3: Mm. Hold on. (laughs) Is there any more? Uh, Can I use my lifeline? Can I call (laughs) Um,
1: Let me say it for you again. Mm,
3: mm, mm. I don't know that one. (laughs) I do, but I don't. I can't click it. You
1: do, but you don't. Did you want to skip this and come back to it? Okay. Okay, cool. So Sha, give her the last one and then we'll come back well, this
0: is, I And it's so funny because I was like, maybe she was mama, but she wasn't a mama, but she was a sister to a, a very iconic figure. You old fish eye fool.
3: That's Aunt Esther. <laughs> that's that's friend's wife's sister. And that's Elizabeth's sister.
1: Elizabeth's sister. Elizabeth. Okay, back to this yeah, one mm, you skipped mm, over. Mm, I know that. Okay, mm. they sat on the steps. And that is the number one thing they said. Hmm, mm, mm.
3: They leaned That's out the, the... Women of Brewster Plays, is that rose from... You're,
1: you're mm. close. Because it's kind of close. It's close
3: to that. <laughs> I'm sitting at Brownstone. They leaned out...
1: Do you see it? You're close.
3: They is that Rose? Out. Rose? No, not Rose.
1: Rose. They leaned out the window. And that's all you heard. Mm.
3: Mm. Oh, was that in "Do the Right Thing"? Was that? Um, I mean, was that? Uh, was that Ruby D or? I don't know. That, that, that was two two seven. Oh well, that's the other old lady. The old lady. The old lady. <laughs> yes. Damn I mean, it! I wish I knew the name.
1: Sorry. <laughs> Either way, you would have won this game show. Right? Game How much
0: now? I win? Most <laughs> a million dollars at least. I said the Monopoly money.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay, so Dang. here's something that you said on your Halo hey, Nelja. You said you opted out of your Donna Summer and your Sylvester CDs to listen to the Isley Brothers. Can you sing a little bit of your favorite Isley Brothers song? Ooh.
3: Okay, well, let me see. There's always... Drifting on a memory, hey. ain't no place I'd rather be than with you, yeah, loving you, yeah. Ooh, day will make away for night, all we need is candlelight and a song, uh. something warm.
0: Man, that's yes, <laughs> yes, that's like one of my favorites. Yeah, that's a panty dropper
3: for sure.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's a panty dropper for you. Sure. Was putting that on tape, you know, guys were making you tapes back in the day. That was always the song that was on those tapes. <laughs>
3: usually, you know what? If you make me a mixtape, usually they make mixtape fast songs on one side, slow lines on the other. Yeah, that's, that's the way the real that was a real. Up and coming DJ, soon to be bed partner, would give you. Oh, absolutely. I saw all, all the
1: albums cool. you had too on um, yeah, my in student. your background. Yes. Like, um, you know, I, we just can't wait to blow up and we can come kick it with you and listen to all your albums. You know,
3: <laughs> you ain't got enough time left in your life. To listen to all
1: the albums. I'm talking about those albums were
0: so vast. Okay. So um, we have, one, I think, two final questions
1: for you. So. Okay.
0: Okay. So they say that rich people. Steve Harvey put out this video recently that talked about you know, uh, rich people don't have enough time to sleep. They don't have time to sleep. You can't sleep at you know at eleven o'clock and in, in, in the night in the middle of the night and all this kind of stuff. So that being said, how much sleep have you lost?
3: Oh, I never sleep more than five hours. It doesn't matter if I go mm-hmm. to bed at three, I'm up at eight. If I go to bed at two, I'm I'm up at seven. Never sleep more than five hours. Don't nothing come to a sleeper, but a dream. And you know, if you like to sleep, if you like to be in bed and wake up maybe around 11, go to work at five, well, you're not going to make it because that comes with time and respect and all that kind of stuff. You got to get to the point where you can call your own shots and all the time. Uh, but sometimes, um, like, you may have to be at, on set at 4 o'clock in the morning in the couple. Yeah. I yeah. just had to, I shot a movie on Friday. I went to work at five, which meant I left at three because mm-hmm. I wasn't nowhere close and I didn't want to be late in this LA traffic. So I had to go all the way out to this place called, like, I don't even know where it was. I don't even know where it was. <laughs> but um, I had to go way, way far, 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 far out. And I didn't get out until 2.30 in the morning. And I didn't read the call sheet, right? And I didn't know we were shooting outside. And it was cold, 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 cold. And I had on the least clothes to everybody. And I had to pretend like I wasn't cold. And my my head almost blew off the top of my neck. (laughs) I was like, I don't like to be cold. And it made me very cranky. But it was my bad because I didn't read. Well, I chewed out my manager, really. Because when I look at the call sheet, all I do is look at where I got to be, what time I got to be at, where I got to be. Yeah. as far as the weather and the details that's not for me to know but if you are my manager and you are managing me then it is your job to know and to make sure that i know you know yeah, yeah. so i got in everybody's ass about that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> and right here now again
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so i have also heard you say that you were opening some edibles you know and I wanted to know if you made your own edible, okay, right now, tonight, if you got off here and made your own, what flavor would it be?
3: It would be something like a blood orange, like, what, or, you know, something tart, uh, like sugary, like a gummy, but tart, not sweet, because we can't do all that sugar, Black folks. So yeah. it would be tart. It would be like a tart orange or a tart grapefruit. With um, sugar on it, like a gummy type of thing. Yeah, a um, um,
0: little edible, I tell you. Um, Say <laughs> nothing wrong with a little edible, I tell you that.
3: Girl, by I'm I'm purely stocked up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you got to make sure you, you ration out the right amount, because the not, you'll miss two days. <laughs> I've only
3: had one bad trip on edibles, and I I don't know. I ate some that I did. See, okay. There's some people who got edibles you don't need to f with. Wiz leaf no. is one. <laughs> Snoop, that you know, you gotta really watch the edibles when you get them from them, especially yeah. Fizzy's. And I ate, gu- I ate a gummy, I ate a gummy. I said I didn't feel anything. I ate another one. So what had happened was <laughs> <laughs> I started getting this old hair on nine, and I couldn't say <laughs> Oh my god, what's going on? And I'm so <laughs> creepy. Sleepy and hungry, and, and hungry and sleepy. And, oh my God! A lot I did. I was like, "Oh God, make me some coffee." Somebody snap me out of this shit. Give me some cocaine. What the <laughs> f- happened? <laughs> I I couldn't pull out of it for like you said, like two days. But, and I, yeah. I, I'm not eating any more Wiz's gummies. None. So
0: so stay away from them. you said Wesley Snoops, and Wizz. Keep- no,
3: just just whiz's basically. Okay. And um. You Know Snoops too, but actually, he gave me you know, when you saw the show, I oh, he gave me that big bag that looked like weed, and yeah. Then I had those, the heart gummies, but that's not weed, that's just candy. Mm. I don't candy like that, but I'm gonna give it to somebody I know that eats candy that don't have no kids because they be like, mm,
0: right. Get-
3: all this weed to school today. Lots of kids outside my house. <laughs> so I don't just eat candy, but I'll eat some CBD a little bit sometimes. May help you sleep or whatever.
1: Our last and final question for you. First of all, we want to thank you so much Yay. for coming on with Uplifters Shindel. Our final question for you is: What is the movie about your life going to be titled, and who is going to play you?
3: Well, I already know who would play me if I had a movie done. Her name is Braylee Evans. Yay. I've told her. We thought she's cute enough, and she's hard enough when she need to be, and she's curvy and all that stuff. Yay. So Braylee Evans is a great actress. She's from the Bay Area like me. She already knows it. that is who I choose to play me, if somebody had to play me. Look her up, you guys. Okay, and, I follow um,
1: her already.
3: Yeah, she's awesome. Yes. Awesome. But um, what would the movie be titled? If I had a movie about me done, mm-hmm. it'd be like, um, I don't know, something like, uh, We Don't Know How She Made It. Mm. <laughs> yes. Yeah, something like yes. that. I Don't Know How She Made It, because I've been through a lot.
0: Yeah.
3: Lots, 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 lots. Yeah. Lots. And look at Nell now. Now. <laughs> now look at me now being in the <laughs> Crenshaw. Look now. <laughs> So I now, I'm living my best life. But I enjoy where I am because, you know, people be like, how do you stay so grounded? First of all, I got seven brothers and sisters. Mm. They don't give a sh. <laughs> you know, they get excited about <laughs> stuff that's coming out. But I have many, many projects that ain't none of them never seen because they don't just live to see what the hell I'm doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then also, I do live in the Crenshaw district, you know, rolling 60s, Nipsey hustle territory and all that stuff. Yeah. And, you know, going past that crime scene every day would keep you grounded. Yes. And also I was um, at the hood nail shop today because I was in a hurry. I needed, And I was talking to some of the sisters in there. And we, uh, we, we were saying that if you are a celebrity and you do live in the neighborhood, uh, you know, hopefully you live somewhere where you, you know, if you've been there long enough, you've made friends with your neighbors and Mm -hmm. you know there's a way to be in a motherfucking hood. Like don't be flossing or popping off like you got this or you better than somebody because you're setting yourself up to get fucked up. But if you speak to people and you're nice to people and you you know shade vegetables or whatever I'm made some cupcakes you want some or you know if you just be nice and you regular and you talk to folk and then they'll watch out for you rather than so that's where I'm at, you know. I I like to think so anyway. Yes.
1: They well, do. we can't thank you enough for joining us today on Late with Shaw and Dell. I'm so glad you made it happen. And I know you are starring in Coming to America 2. March comes 5th. out March
3: 5th. Friday. Friday. Can't wait. March 5th, Friday. We're getting I'm ready
1: to run the trailer at the end of this. Do you want to go ahead and give us a little something about the Behind the scenes action of your scene, you know, of your some one of your scenes?
3: Well, I, I, me and Rodney Perry, Nav Green, and Leslie Jones are brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that makes me the aunt of Jermaine Fowler, who is, you know, Eddie's long lost son in Queens. Mm-hmm. Um, we do go to Zamunda, you know, <laughs> 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 and. Um, I, I, you know, I don't have an important role in there or anything, but I definitely have a presence in there, you know. And like I said, my daughter's in there. She's dancing behind Tiana Taylor. Oh, wow. Very, very amazing. She had to audition. Yeah. I didn't fit her in the movie. I ain't got it like that. But she auditioned for one of her idols, who was Fatima Robinson. Oh, yes. I remember Great. the time and the lead yeah, and all oh, that yeah. stuff. So, she'd been in love with her forever. So that was a great opportunity and um, she got cast in the film. It was one of the best movie making experiences I've ever had. It was so black beautiful. It was so black excellence. We shot on Tyler's studio. We were okay. riding to work going past the Cecily Tyson soundstage, past the Sydney Fortgate soundstage, wow. past the Ozzie Davis and Ruby Dee soundstage, past Will Smith, uh, Halle Berry. Oprah Winfrey, Whoopi Goldberg, we went to work there every day. Wow. You know, and if you think about all the movies that those people I just mentioned have made for Hollywood, and it never even crossed their mind to put their black names on the side of a soundstage. Yeah. And Tyler did like 12. Yeah. And to see it, to work there, to meet all the legends in this movie all at once, it was um it was beyond a dream come true. I just can't wait till everybody see it and enjoy it, you know?
1: And we can't so wait till everyone see it and enjoy it. Guys, thank you so much for joining us on Up Late with Sean. Yeah, it's
3: Tuesday. I think my tacos just arrived. Ladybug, you guys. Okay, uh, yeah, bye. Okay. Bye, bye. bye you thank so you. much. Bye, and guys. We're
1: here is the trailer for our oh to um, be like, coming
3: to America, guys. <laughs> Damn! Look who done come up in here.
2: Hey, it's the and Ebola.
3: famine and blood diamonds,
2: Nelson Mandela and Winnie. Those hungry babies with the flies on the face. Hey, oh, oh, oh,
3: oh, that's too much oh, now. You oh, stepped over the line. Now we won't be talking that kind of shit about the hungry babies. You're going to have to get out of my chair. Politically incorrect. So what you doing back here, hotel Rwanda? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: I'm back. Say it
1: again. Feel right. Right. Feel good. Right. Right. Up late with Shaw and Dell
0: is brought to you by the Buena, an Italian leather custom designed high top sneaker by Gwendoria Abrams Shoes. Order your pair at GwendoriaA.com. Up late with Dell was also brought to you by Last by K Janet. lashes that last. And make sure you join in the party every Monday as we discuss the hottest topics, hearing what you have to say. Follow us at Up Late TV
1: Show on Instagram, guys. And I didn't want to let y'all go out of here without first of all thanking you guys. For coming in the room and for talk, like asking questions, participating, guys, thank you so much for your participation. We appreciate your supporting the show, you're following the show. Make sure you subscribe to us um, and to support the show financially, go to your cash app right now and uh, make a donation of any kind to dollar sign Shahees. The, the other way, the other way, guys, it's right Wait. here in the middle. The dollar sign. I hate you guys. And we can't thank you enough. We'll see you next time. On Thanks,
0: the, the Atticus. We got the cash up again.
1: Oh, thank you so much, the Atticus, And everybody else, thank you so much for commenting. Christine says you're all so beautiful. Thank this is great show. The Atticus yeah. is great show. Um, Ronald J. Ruffin, Sterling, uh, Tino. We see you guys in the building. And we just can't thank you enough. God bless you guys. And we'll see you next time. See you next Bye. time. Bye.
0: Hey, everybody, thanks again for tuning in with Up Late with Sean Dale. I know it's easier sometimes to just go off on somebody when they jump in front of you in line at the grocery store, when they cut in front of you while you're driving in the car, but it's called practicing kindness because we're meant to get better at it. So keep being kind to one another.